hello, and thank you once again for joining us for Riding Through the Ages Current Common. I'm Eric. I'm Eugene. Today we will be in Common Rider Saber, Chapter 5, or Episode 5, called Chapter 5, <laughs> My Friend, the Thunder Swordsman. It aired October 4th, 2020. It was written by Tukuro uh, Fukuda, and it was directed by Kazuya Kamihoruchi. <laughs> That's after practice. Yeah. Kami. Kazuya Kamiho Ryuchi. That's all one. <laughs> yeah, Kami, Kamiho Ryuchi. Right? Kamiho Ryuchi. Ryuchi. Ryuchi, yeah. Ryuchi, yeah. Ho Ryuchi. <laughs> Kamiho Ryuchi. Okay, anyways. We accidentally summon a demon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, just glad there wasn't a, a mirror in front of me. Uh, <laughs> so I'm wondering if this is going to have anything to do with a Thunder Swordsman. You know, maybe. <laughs> I think this... Proves which one, which element he is, <laughs> right? My friend, the thunder sword. Did we did we do the directed or was that just the written? Uh, it, that was the directed by. It was, oh. it, it was it was uh written by Takuru Furukai. Oh, okay, I said that one. Uh, yeah, so this is like I did it end on a cliffhanger. Um, sort the of. last one it ended with uh, them because escaping they, from. They escaped Caliber. Yeah, yeah, they escaped from Caliber. But they didn't like show. Yeah, so it's it's not necessarily a cliffhanger in that there's action to continue. um, Like a spotter just like showed up. Yeah, but there's so people know the only reason we know it's a spotter is because of toys. Right. Yeah, that's his name is a spotter. Yeah, so like it's not like a cliffhanger in the sense that there's any kind of dramatic action to continue. There's only um, story elements. Yeah, to resolve the speech. Like, oh, what was that? What's who are you? Yeah, I mean. I mean, uh, there's some things that we are like most likely going to get this episode that we can't, that are obvious. We're going to find out the caliber is a spot as father because that's just obvious, right? Um, we're also probably going to get the eagle use in a transformation because they got the book last time, exactly. And it most likely will probably be saber because it's a red book because of the red thing, right? I mean, it's it's uh. He uses everything though, so I feel like Saber's just going to use every book that's but that will be gotten. The, but that'll be his first time using uh, a dual, a, a sync yeah, one, yeah, sync one, a synchronized or however they put it. Yeah, he said something like synergized, synergized. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure they're going to have a specific word for yeah. when you get all three. But what's surprising is when we saw the the, the next time on, uh, it wasn't like Buster's not in the show anymore. He's just like a character in the show. Yeah, yeah he's still poking around. Yeah. But it's not, not going to be Buster focused. Buster focused, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be a Buster break. <laughs> it's not his finishing move. Right. Come on, Come Buster on. break. <laughs> October 4th, though, we're catching up, getting close. Yep. We're back on track. Mm-hmm. October. At least with Saber. Yeah. Well, I mean, the others are done, so on track is whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True that. Uh, yeah, so uh, any other guesses? Uh, I mean, we still have like what are what are our dangling plot points? Um, who's the little girl? What's his? Who's his dad? What is Caliber's actual goal? Right. What is what does Caliber really want? Um, I guess how Sophia ties into all this. Like, what is her deal? Yeah. Like, who are you? Is she like to him? to the swordsman. Who are you? Uh, she's uh, she's like totally just like probably like a Guinevere analogy. She's, or is she like the Lady of the Lake? Lady, maybe. Lady she's of- one of the two, right? Yeah, she's uh, Merlin. She, she's Merlin. <laughs> yeah, she does seem very uh, Lady of the Lake. Yeah, I mentioned it, but it's just like it could be anything. Yeah, because I mean, if she's the one that gives them the powers, then that would make her the Lady of the Lake. Yeah, but if she's like the catalyst that caused Caliber to become evil, then she's like Guinevere. Yeah, but then who's Lancelot? Saber's dad. 
I mean, if we're going to take the analogy as far as we can go. Well, yeah, I mean, they'll just do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. were they fighting over the same girl? Uh, well, no, because he said something about, like, bringing about Avalon. Right. I mean, of course. You lose your girl to, to random guy over here with a pop collar. Now you got to bring the world if up. I yeah. had to go with, like, what I think. I think most likely, because we're almost almost 100% sure that he's, like, a spot of death. Right. Most likely her, his mother died. That could be it, yeah. And he's, like, went crazy from it. Yeah, he's now he's like, gr- well, you know, time to bring about Avalon so that way I can join her again in the afterlife. Or, or create like the perfect world where it never has to happen again, even if I have to kill millions of people to do it. Right. <laughs> if you get rid of everybody, nobody can hurt anybody. Yeah. If everybody is dead, nobody's going to kill anybody else. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'll do it all once, take all the sin. <laughs> or he could be just like, dude, I just want a lot of power. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> Boats and hoes. <laughs> like, I just, but it was it was refreshing that he just like showed up and he's just like, give me the books. Yeah, give, give me the book. <laughs> yeah, especially I mean that early. Yeah, you know it wasn't like we had, uh, and it wasn't like a spot who was better than him. He just kind of just like knew how to run away better. Yeah, well, I mean he showed up at the last second, which probably was surprising, and then flipped the page. Yeah, which I I kind of want to know how they do that. Seems like a very relevant and useful skill to have. Well, um, the. In the first episode, the golem did it by opening the book. Yeah, so how does how do the swordsman do it? If he had the book that was that book? If he had gotten the... the oh, um, if he had picked it up and then, he had like, picked flipped it, up. it? Yeah. Hmm, fair enough. Yeah, so... Yeah, so we are... Uh, and I mean, it's hard because it wasn't like a cliffhanger one, so it's just like... Yeah, there's really nothing to go Any of our on. guesses are just guesses for the show in general. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and, as far as the plot, not necessarily yeah, what's going to happen Yeah, and my this friend, episode. the Thunder Swordsman, is like, okay, we're just going to find out that he's a spotted now and he's going to join the group and they'll probably have like... Do you think he's going to dance at the end? Oh, of this episode? Yeah. Uh, ooh, that's a good question. Or are they going to... So would it be all four of them dancing? Do you think there's yeah. going to be a fifth? No, I think I'll just be. The, I mean, they're my. They're the, so these three and these ones. They are like these three. They're like the main ones. Uh huh. But then there is going. There still is like a extra rider that will come in. Right, for sure. G- confirmed. At least one more. Uh, like in uh in uh zero one, I think trouser is like the extra one or whatever. Like for later in the show. But there's no telling what they're supposed. To, they're going to be doing here. Like uh. Like, that wasn't in the beginning of the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, like, Jin and Horobi, they're writers, but they're character as characters, they were in the show from the beginning. Right. And so... And um, then we got... Uh, that doesn't make... That doesn't count them as, uh, like, extra writers. Right. And then we got Rai or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're just kind of guessing, so... Just, just going to go for it. Yeah, just going to go and watch it. Yeah. Figure out what, what the, uh, what the uh, dramatic angle is for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and we will be back. <laughs> okay and we are back and um it's not like it's picking up it's just staying up honestly this is this is the worst episode yet of the five this is my least fave it is yeah i'm i am actually so sure this was two episodes edited edit into one because oh, how much it can, was in this, this episode well it's not it's not even how much it's like almost nothing happened and yet it was hard to follow because it was like suddenly random people are different clothes, like their their goals or like what they're focused on changes and then comes back as if nothing changed. There's scenes where like the book closes, but it opens back up. And this isn't all like happening. You just see it in the background, like the cruise ship disappears and comes back. Yeah. No, this was a bad episode all the way oh, through. I thought it was great. I loved it. I, I, <laughs> I thought it was horrible. I, uh, Basically, the, the crux, I'm going to sum up this whole episode. It's none of your business, Toma. <laughs> no, I think it was different than that. But anyways, let's just talk about it. Uh, so it starts out with uh, the Bond lecture. Mm-hmm. 
And he's just basically saying what's happened in the previous episode. Yeah, but he's wearing Halloween stocking. It's an important touch. Oh, well, it is October. Yeah. <laughs> like orange with bats. So then it goes to um, uh, Toma, and he's just, he's, he's, he's trying to put together everything that he's learned. Yeah. I mean, because he, he needs a Venn diagram, or he needs like a, a bubble diagram to point out that he's, this he's, is who I am, and this is what these people are fighting. There yeah, he's he's creating a mind map. A mind map. He's he's general. Yeah. So what he what he's doing is actually like a uh, writer's thing where he's trying to lay out the story by drawing the parallels to the things. Yeah, he's trying so, to figure out the mystery. Yeah, he's he's trying to solve a real world mystery with the knowledge that he works in books. To be fair, has been working out so well. Yeah, so far. hey, you know, <laughs> do, it's find kinda, what you're good at. It's kind of like Godai. He just feels it out, and 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 we think he's stupid, but then it always works out. Right. <laughs> so then it goes to. Uh, the previous day, yep. and the first time I watched it, I didn't know it actually said the previous day yeah. up there. I guess we were both looking down, writing notes when it popped and I up. Just, I just knew it was the previous day because he was wearing the hat that was at the – he was wearing his clothes, but yeah. I know just the hat. He was wearing the hat that he wore at the end of the last episode. Right, and the reason why I figured it out was because uh, he, it wouldn't make sense for him to be in the bookstore trying to figure stuff out and then for them to talk about the direct – you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, it also makes sense because, like, episode it, it, before. The, this, like, flashback is truncated by the two scenes in the bookstore right. showing that he's remembering it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're having this, they're having a meeting and they're basically just talking about, like, what's happened so far. Yeah, how they're going to mobilize. Yeah, what they're basically, like, this, the, these are the plans we're going to do, you know, and so it's going to be uh, um, Blades. Uh, Rintaro is going to investigate the bubbles. Mm hmm. And so basically he's trying to, because that's when things start happening is the bubbles are like the first sign that like things are happening. Right. And so he's going to investigate that to see if maybe they can like figure it out before it becomes an yeah. issue. G yeah. If you find the bubbles, then you know, there's going to be a book dropped at which point you can stop before it happens. Yeah. Which is a good idea. It's, it's a like, good it's, idea. It's brought, uh, because now it's like the idea, general idea is like, we have enough active people that we can start becoming on the proactive yeah, rather and, than still and then still have some people like in the background. And so, yeah, then so the general plan is he goes to look for bubbles. Uh, Buster looks for caliber and Kento stays behind to deal with any Megiddo that pop up. Yeah. He's going to be, but he doesn't respond to anybody saying that to him. He's, he's just kind of looking he's off in into the space and thinking about his thoughts. Yeah. And then, um, uh, Toma notices it and he's going to go yeah, over and, and say gonna do something. It and then, uh, uh, Dai, Dai Shinji pops up. Well, no, first off it's, uh, before that happens, Rio he like distracts Toma by like saying it's just like don't worry, I'll bust it up. So what it is is Rio sees that Kento mm -hmm. is like in his own world because of his old father thing, right? And he sees that Toma is going to go over there, and he knows that's not a good idea, right? Because he knows that will just like alienate the two of them. So he like tries to defuse the tension of the situation by saying that he'll take care of everything, mm -hmm. and then is when uh, Daishi shows up. Daishinji. Daishinji shows up, and he just kind of walks out of a book door. Yeah, for, but from the other side, like... No, so what it is is those huge big books. Like, all that, the books are doors. Yeah, all the books yeah. are doors. You never know where it could be. Yeah, he just pops up. And uh, he comes up, <laughs> Daishinji comes up, he grabs his driver, and he's just like, I heard you use three books. You should be more cautious of your driver. But then he, like, hides his face. And then he suddenly avoids eye contact, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it turns out that he is a shy swordsman. Yep. He maintains their, their, their gear stuff. Uh, which would, oh, would that make him a plastic smith? But yeah. <laughs> so then he walks over and he, he puts the sword on the thing and says, oh, he, that like you're using. He like inserts it into a console. Or yeah, something. he's like, you're only using half the sword's power. He's, he's not me. even using half. Yeah, barely. 
Yeah. Show me, so give me your uh, give me Brave Dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Because he and then he puts it in like he pulls out a drawer and there's a bunch. But, of But but the funny thing is, Stormus like, yeah, sure, here you go. Because he's like, yeah, if you're gonna if you're the swordsmith, you want to yeah. make my stuff better. And then he like hands it and he's like trying to grab uh, Dentist's hand to be like, oh, you know, yeah. like okay, appreciative of like uh-huh. you're taking this. And, stuff <laughs> and he's trying like that. to jerk his arm away. <laughs> Dentist is like, don't touch me. No. <laughs> and yeah, he puts it in the thing, and they actually sell these um, little. Uh, the gray things they're like the things that you for displaying yeah the wonder eyed books they sell them as like kits kits and you put them together yeah like little shelves and so basically he's like synchronizing them together yeah i think that's what it was it's like it's, calibrating it's, it, it, it to yeah calibrating it because now that he's uh using three books you need to like adjust some things and yeah stuff like that and this is when uh uh Toma goes over to Kento and he's just like, man, there's some crazy people going on here. And then he and, responds with, oh, don't worry, I'll take care of him. It's like, he's and, not even th- not even paying attention. Yeah. Everyone notices about- that he's not paying attention. Yeah, and, and yeah so, but the thing is, is like, um, Rio and uh, Sophia are like, they all they know he's also not paying attention, but basically just know that he just said he's going to kill his dad. Yeah. And they're like, you know, mm. we might mm. have to beat him, but it really shouldn't be you. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, this is so I dark. Mean, <laughs> Shows become so dark. I mean, if you if your dad has to die, it shouldn't be you doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then it goes into the opening. Well, it, it goes back to him pondering about the past because this was the day before. And oh yeah, May slaps the page that he was working on uh, with the diagram. Oh, yeah, on that's it. what we did. Slaps say, on his face. We didn't and tells say that May right. came in. Yeah, May, May came in in the first part. We forgot mm-hmm. to mention that, and she's just like, "Are you working on your thing? Which is uh, your next?" Because she saw him writing, and she's like, "Oh, he's working on the manuscript." Yeah, and oh, she gets a phone call. She's like, "It's the editor." She's like, "If you, I'm gonna have to ask for an extension, and you owe me. Right? You, you, you need to tell Rintaro and his friends that I'm doing good here." Right. Which is actually something I said in the first episode that this now shows the passage of time that it's been a whole month since the show started. Right. So it's been a whole month that he's been saber. Yeah. So and then uh, then she's just like, get to work. And then it goes off to the credits. <laughs> uh, we actually never find out if he writes it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it goes to the opening. Um, it's, it comes back with. Uh... Buster saying, "Hey, don't worry, don't shoulder all the burden." Because they're they're cleaning him and Kento are cleaning the books uh, yeah, on yeah, the they're desk. Doing maintenance or whatever. Yeah, and so like he ruffles his hair and says, "Hey, don't shoulder all the burden," and walks off. Yeah, and then we get a quick scene of um, Zoo summoning Piranha's lunch, or he he opens the Piranha's lunch book to summon yeah. the Piranha Megiddo, and then it comes back it's to Zoo, Zoo, Zeus, whatever. Zoo. Yeah, Zeus, Zeus. Zoo. And then it comes back to uh, Rintaro's in the bookstore now with Ray, uh, with uh, with Ray, with May and uh, Toma. And May is like trying to put in an application, basically becoming, I don't know what she wants to do. She the wants group, to but... like at work with them. She wants yeah. to be part of the group. And, and while Rin- Rintaro's just trying to like shuffle himself out the door because he's, he's like, trying to he, avoid he's the topic. He's like, got backpack with like just a random bunch of stuff on it. And he's just like, I'm going to go investigate these bubbles. Basically, I'm not going to be in this episode. Yeah, he's going to go <laughs> tour. And she's like, she's like, uh, so I'm going to help you out. And she's He's, he's like, no, 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 it's fine. She's like, it's fine that I helped you out? Yeah. <laughs> and just hastes after him. Yeah. Uh, Toma thinks to himself, oh, I'm going to go see what's up with Kento because he saw Kento brooding. Yeah. And, and every time he goes to talk to him, he gets interrupted by a buster. So yeah. the next scene is Kento on top of a roof and he's thinking to himself and we get to see our first shot of unmasked caliber. Yeah. Because uh, it's like his dad rubbing his head when he was a little kid. Yes. And um, I recognize this guy. He is... Um, he was a like a secondary character. Well, he was a main character, but he wasn't like a writer. Mm. But he was a main character in *Coming Out of Fies*. Oh, okay. Uh, he was the snake orphanock. 
um, Orphanocs were the bad guys, oh, okay. and they were like animal Orphanocs. But uh, he was one of the sort of commanders. Okay. Sort of. Orphanocs were weird. So he's always a bad guy then? No. He was also like the best friend of the main writer. Um, okay. Hmm. Like secondary friend of the main writer. Like, so Orphanocs were kind of like just a naturally occurring thing. Okay. But they had like the natural instinct to kill people. Mm. And so when they first awoke to their Orphanoc, they killed a bunch of people, and then they had to decide whether they were going to, like, keep going down that path or gain control of themselves and be, like, try to be a normal right. person. Okay. And so, uh, but then there was all this organization and stuff. But anyway, so he was, yeah, uh, it's been many years since that show. That was, like, 2005 or six. Okay, so now he's, uh, he was a younger person then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, he, was, uh, he wasn't as old as Well, he that's now. how time works. Yeah. <laughs> he's, not, he's not always been the old guy. Yeah. And he, he, like, had shorter hair then, so, yeah. But I recognized him as that. He was the uh, the snake orphanoc from it. But anyways, so he's a, good catch, good catch. An, an actor who's been going. So so Toma comes up, and he tries to uh, – you can see he's clearly trying to start the conversation, but, but it's like, Kento, Kento totally deflects with the sort of, hey, you remember when we read Tom Sawyer, and they – Start to play the Tom they, they, Sawyer in their mind. And he's just like, I'm Tom Sawyer. He's like, I'm Huckleberry Finn. And I'm traveling with my best friend. And that means I'm going to help the world and make Kento happy again. Yeah, he <laughs> basically, like, he basically, he's just like, hey, cancels the deflection. <laughs> so while in story mode, brings up Caliber and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and, you know, no straight answer. <laughs> no, it's just, uh, it's just uh, him deflecting again. Um, so then it cuts to uh, the ship. Well, um, you just see a book open up over the water, but yeah, essentially. It yeah. opens up over... Yeah, the uh, piranha opens the book over the water rather it, than over the forest or over the town. So now it's like in the middle of a reservoir, a lake it's, that it's, connects to the sea. It's like, a, it's the bay. Yeah, yeah. It's like a surrounded by land, but there's a space for you yeah, to get it's, through. It's, it's, a, it's like a bay. I don't know why you would bring a cruise ship there. It just seems like a very weird spot. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I've never really might, been on it, a cruise ship. It might not have been because they didn't show it that much. Yeah, that's it why might I, not have been a cruise ship. It might have been a like just a, var- a large ferry. Maybe, yeah, that could be. But yeah, he opens it up over the sea and he like takes a a, a ship with a mm-hmm. bunch of people in it into the thing. So yeah, like because they never actually like go on to it. Yeah, we can't tell the actual like size yeah. of the boat. It could just be like a large ferry. Mm-hmm. But it kind of had the same design. But I'm no ship expert. I'm mm-hmm. no shipsmith. Yeah, it looked <laughs> large, but yeah. there, there's. There are large fairies, so yeah. it's you know it's yeah. hard to say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there was a bunch of people. Uh, I think the reason why we thought it was a cruise ship is because how usually the size of the books are. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I'm thinking large scale, and then I'm also thinking if it was a ferry, maybe there'd be visible cars. But, but then, but, but we also don't know. Yeah. We also have seen the books appear as different sizes. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, it could be anything. Because like the little mini books, for example, that teleported the people are yeah. all technically books, little books. Yeah, yeah, and. Because that section of forest was massive. Yeah, gigantic. Yeah. yeah, you can get lost in there. <laughs> yeah. And, like, there was a whole city got swallowed in. Right. And so, like, if it would have been the same size as that, the entire bay would have been gone. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's all in perspective, too, because... It was, like, in the distance yeah. and all that stuff. Anyways. Way in the distance. Uh, Mostly, it was just the the ship got taken. Mm-hmm. And so... uh, They, they show up? Well, they see it on, from the roof. Yeah, they see it from the roof, and then they teleport in. Yeah, because they t- just they get there. I mean, it's common rider. It, we don't so, need to know how they got. To it point literally it. makes more sense than the fact that you can be hip tossed into different ecosystem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they're they're on a roof, and then they're it's like I guess the book can technically travel anywhere. So 
they could just use the book. Did they step out of the book? They they fell out of a book. They the book opened and they like dropped down into like hero stances. Huh. So um, this area seems to be in the book, or I, it's in the it's one. They're in Wonderworld at this point because of the bubbles and stuff. Right. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, they use the the thing to like teleport. There's also like no telling how long it took them to get there. Or yeah. Whatever, so. There's no there's no but handy they did, dandy timestamps for this. But one. they did teleport in through a book. Right. So here they are. Mm-hmm. Um. Kento uses the lamp. Yep, so I was right about that. The lamp book to henshin into Espada. So this, oh, that, that'll come up later when I talk about it. Anyways, uh, yeah, so um, yeah, he transports into Espada. Yep, he which, beats up the piranha. Yeah, he's beating up the piranha. He's doing very, very good. Very quick. I mean, like, basically the entire fight was him blocking without moving, and then he sees an opening and just, there you go, you're done. And then there's a bunch of, like, little piranha attacking the people on the ship. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Tom was like, okay, well, I'll do that. And he yeah, so he he, he goes, goes to, he transforms to to brave dragon to go and deal with it and caliber out of nowhere. <laughs> he's just like with mm. the steel chair, <laughs> just swings his sword at him and, and obviously you know he's gonna block that if he can. And it ha- there's like a I don't, you you've seen Harry Potter so like the wand dissonance yeah the, where it's like, like green the, and red connect they, and they're like it's like a purple yeah. and it's like yeah that happens but from the belts from the books they're like yeah. oh yeah the books on the belts yeah. yeah. And so then they like break apart from each other, and they're like, "What was that?" that was and going like, on. I think this is when Caliber is just like, "I knew that was, I knew that was." Uh, I yeah, was it was right. like finally he was getting to test out his theory. He, yeah, he's just like, "This is like proof of what he's been yeah. thinking." I mean, he, he doesn't. He fully explains it in a well. He doesn't fully explain it, but he he fully alludes to it. Yeah, like but, in this, you're seeing most of the suit actor doing the work on this as far as the movements, and uh, yeah. I think he makes a a two word comment or something. I, something like "I knew it" or something yeah. like that. And then, uh, so Espada totally loses sight. Yeah. So, so like, uh, uh, Saber gets up and he's like, okay, about ready to go again. And then Espada's just like, get out of the way. Yeah, it just pushes him down. <laughs> and starts attacking. Why, and, father? No, he attacks him <laughs> at first. Yeah. And so then, uh, Saber's just like, what are you doing? And he just, and, and Espada's just like, none of your business. And then mm-hmm. Saber gets attacked by Piranha. Yeah. And it's like, chompy, chompy, chompy. So I don't think he hears him call him dad. Oh, that that could be yeah, because he's in the middle of the attack. He's so the he middle. hasn't figured it out. We know he doesn't know. Yeah, so he's because okay. they've already said also like they said it a couple times in the meeting that it was right. his father. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, Saber is fighting Piranha mm-hmm. when he says that. So I don't think he actually hears hears that. Right. Yeah, because I think even when they were talking about it the first time, Toma wasn't at that meeting, right? No, he last... was. He was. He was gone that time. Yeah. yeah. So. Toma has not doesn't as far as I can tell. Yeah, Toma doesn't. And if know. he does, it makes it so. That's the whole thing about this episode. It's all so weird because if he does, it makes no sense. If he doesn't, then it makes a little bit of sense. But also, I'll bring up why that doesn't make sense okay. again later on. So, um, so he just pushes it off. He does a triple hench. I don't even know what to call it. Three books. He Four. does. Yeah, three books. And uh, they didn't do the full transformation. No, thank God. <laughs> They do a couple of them in this one, but they're mostly for uh, new ones. Right. I think this was the probably the last time we're going to see him use Hedgehog for a long time, if ever. Yeah. So I mean, how many books we can probably he's probably going to have? Yeah. So he does a finishing move. It's a different finishing move. Totally different. Doesn't even have a name. It's just, it's three, just like vo- it's three volume. He attack. shoots spikes from his head. He uses the whip that has spikes on it, and then a flame yeah. burst kind of takes it. Yeah. Book closes, but doesn't. Yeah. Um. So closes it. Uh, well, this book does close. Mm. Um, and so then it goes to uh, uh, the fight for the Spada and uh, 
caliber 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 does his final uh, does his like not his final move but his attack where he puts his book up against his sa- sword right and this is where um yeah jack dragon yeah jack dragon so it's the dragons that are going against each other so it's yeah like, there it's two dragons so it's uh jacku dragon and brave dragon right so it's like jackal dragon or whatever <laughs> um yeah, i mean that's just it it's kind of we don't know if, if unless it's fully translated somebody actually takes the time to figure out what their tr- what kind of jacket is yeah <laughs> so um he does in the final he does like a slash attack and then a spotted does a slash attack and his slash attack is not is crap right and he's about ready to get hit by it and then um, yeah he's about to get crushed and then a uh, buster comes in and like does his his finishing move to like disperse it but when that happens uh, Caliber takes his opportunity. Ca- to Caliber's out. He's just like, ah, he got what too he much wanted. Work. He wanted information. Yeah, he just wanted to test it out. So, so uh, if he got the book, cool. If not, he got he got this thing. Right. And so they they untransform and uh, Buster walks up and grabs uh, Kento by the shoulder and is like, Well, Toma also comes over untransformed. Oh yeah, because he's gonna ask him a question, but then again, Buster is like, Have you forgotten your duty? Yeah, he just grabs. He's like, Have you forgotten your duty? And like, what it is is like. He was so busy trying to attack his father that he was just letting these people get hurt. Yep. <laughs> you know? Um, and then that's when we get the quick scene of uh, Caliber walking down the alley when he says that Brave Dragon is the key. So that's when we finally understand what he meant when he said, um, oh, I, I knew it or something like yeah. that along those lines. And I can't remember which one it was because it was Legend, Zoo, and Story, right? Yeah, I believe this is Legend. It's either Yeah, it's either Legend or Story. It's definitely not Zoo. No, it's Story. Story because Legend is... Uh, is oh, the, the, uh, the guy that did the golem, right? Yeah. So we haven't seen Story summon anything yet. I don't think so, no. Yeah, so Story, Story walks off from, you know, the side because they just appear out of buildings and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and says, are they you... They can teleport, whatever. <laughs> it's like, are you going to tell me what this is all about? Yeah. So the, the thing is, is they, they kind of are just like going along with him. Yeah. But he hasn't told them the whole plan. Yeah, so even they don't know what his deal is. Uh, yeah. Which seems kind of dumb. I mean, I feel like if you're going to ally yourself with somebody who is previously the other side, they probably shouldn't be allowed to have secrets. But then if he's the strongest one, does it matter? Yeah. Yeah. Like if he's, if, if it's like, uh, if all of us three ganged up, we still couldn't get him to tell him what we want. So we just kind of like, yeah, got to figure this out. Just let him do what he wants. <laughs> yeah. He lets us do what we want. Let's just do what he wants. <laughs> um, did he even give him a clear answer on that? I can't really remember. He says Avalon. That's all he says. Yeah, just Avalon. That's what I thought. So, yeah. so there's probably like a bunch of things he has to put together so that he can raise Avalon. Oh, and uh, it, it, then it immediately switches to a scene that makes it look like Rintaro and May are walking around the corner and seeing them talk. Before we get to this, I want to point out something I noticed at the end of the scene on the on the side of the uh, the bay. Oh, okay. And that is, I realized what Tomo was wearing, and he has the craziest clothes ever. <laughs> so he's just wearing like a big kind of frilly shirt, whatever, yeah. and like just normal pants and then like a hat, whatever. But he's got this like. I thought it was a side bag, mm. but he's got one on each side, and it's like they're like the straps going on. Mm. But it's it's a jacket vest that is made up of bags. Oh, okay. So it's like you know, it's like a side sling bag, like a like a messenger bag type thing. Yeah. But there are two of them, and they're like sewn together in the back, and it's like a vest. Type. He, yeah, but he has some you know wacky it's a bag because it's it's got like zippers yeah, on zippers and pockets. <laughs> And at first I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen a bag like that. Wait a minute, there's two of them like sewn together in a bag. Anyways, um, <laughs> sometimes his clothes are totally normal. Right. Like later on he's wearing like yeah. just a kind of normal clothes. And then other times it's just like way, way out, out Yeah, there. he decides to take a dip into high fashion all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess he, if he's a successful author and has money to experiment with a gigantic <laughs> wardrobe. Yeah, I mean, so. we don't know how big his house is. Uh, 
So the next scene is uh, yeah. So it's it's uh, May and uh, Rintaro, and it looks like they're like, oh yeah, they're on the case. They're about ready to get something, yeah. and then uh, Rintaro's just like, I've read about this, and he runs over there, and it's uh, it's a lottery thing, right? Yeah. It, it, they just see like one of those little uh, put a ball in, spin it, and then maybe you'll get a cruise. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen an anime? It's always like a two night stay with one other person. Uh, mostly, you just get tissues. <laughs> yeah, tissues. I, I believe. So, it. What, so like, what makes it like not gambling? Because gambling is illegal in Japan. Mm. So, what makes it not gambling is you're guaranteed something. Ah, even if it's a useless something. Yeah, even if it's useless, you're guaranteed to win something when you buy a ticket. Okay, so yeah, you're not gambling. Uh, because just how good is your reward going to be? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how they get, yeah, like loot boxes. Yeah. Is it gambling? Well, no, because you're getting something from it every yeah. time, but it could just be And then there's other junk. things, that, and then if it's a, and also they can be like, well, it's also because the person's actually the one that spins it. Yeah. It makes it also kind of. Their, uh, their responsibility. Almost, uh, almost skill-based. Oh. Huh. Because there's machines where like, it's it's kind of like the, the machines, the crane machines, they're mm. skill-based. Yeah. So it's not gambling. Gotcha. <laughs> Smooth. Yeah. Anyways, and so then it uh basically shows that they're like they're trying they're not actually doing their thing. <laughs> they're kind of Rintaro's just kind of sightseeing. Um and May's just May's just excitable. So yeah. she's just, and, like, and they also have various uh she has various snacks in her hand, so we can assume that this has been the, the course <laughs> of the day. Because she's always snacking on something. Yeah, they just stop at random stuff. Yeah. Um so then it we goes, get a very quick scene with the with the Bad guys. Oh yes, with so, Zoo and Legend. Yeah, Legend. Who they don't like each other. They're no. always they're always complaining about each other because like one is mystical animals and one is just animals. Uh huh. So it's like one of them is just like your stuff is stupid. No, your stuff is stupid. Right. My stuff can fly. It's like well, my stuff is real. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the guy says something. You ready to give up? And he's like, you know, a, nor- a normal everyday guy would give up, but, but I'm, I'm not, not your normal, normal everyday, everyday guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> so then it goes back to. Uh, Kento in his brooding corner. Yep. Um, this just not dark. He's 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 pulling a dark night, but it's during the middle of the yeah, day. Yeah, bright, bright, very bright. <laughs> and then uh, Buster shows up, chucks him a drink, chucks him a drink, and he's he's kind of like trying to talk to him and stuff. And then he goes and like he starts to brood again. So he goes to like slice him with the it's like it's like what's it? Gekito smite. Yeah, basically, it's the same form he would use if he was doing his full on attack. But he's just got a can and a drink in his hand, and he like swings it. And he's just like, "Gotta, gotta stay sharp if you're gonna be a swordsman." And he opens up the can, and it was carbonated, and yeah. so just like boom, splits. I love that. He's like, sneak attacks are cowardly. Yeah, sneak, sneak attacks are the tactics of cowards. <laughs> that's his instant response when anything catches him by surprise. <laughs> I can just see him doing that. Like that's what would happen if you wake him up in the middle of the right? night. He's just yeah, like, sneak attacks, cowards, yeah. use holes. <laughs> he's like, yeah, halfway through the. <laughs> this is also when I noticed that um, his kid is nowhere to be seen this entire episode. No. Yeah, I was wait- thinking maybe later on, because they made this big deal about him being a father and a swordsman, but there is no kid. Yeah. He was just that one episode. Yeah. Well, uh, kids are expensive. Well, two episodes. <laughs> kids are expensive to have in shows. So, um, so anyways, this wacky situation where he then starts to complain about how he's had the drink since yesterday and he was looking forward to drinking and them. It, because it all exploded, it's all out. And then, like, Kento, like... Yeah, it gets, like, gets him laughing. He's cheering him. And, and so you realize that this whole thing was just to, like... Right. Re- relieve tension and, like, help, help him and stuff. Yeah, he, he apologizes for not uh, staying on point, basically. And um, so he's just like, he's just like, are you going to... Uh, 
he's just like, you know, Thomas like gonna ask you some questions. Are you gonna? You should you should go tell him. He's like, oh, I don't really want to hurt him. Well, uh, Kent, uh, Kento says like he's lost so much because he lost his memory. He's mm-hmm. lost so much, and he's like, I don't want to add any more burden to him. Yeah, he's like, does he need your protection? Yeah, he's just like, yeah, does he need your protection? Do you, do, no, he says, does the novelist seem like a person who needs your protection? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> he's just like, he's doing pretty good already. <laughs> and then he he mentioned something about how he wishes that his father had talked to him when he was feeling because that was the thing that he said earlier that we didn't mention the fact that. Like Buster had said, he's just like he's your father, but he's also my, my friend. friend. Yeah, my good friend. My, he was he was my good friend. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know exactly what you're feeling, but I do know some of what you're feeling. Right. You know. Yeah. Like you're not in this alone. Yeah. You know, we were all part of the the fact that he betrayed mm-hmm. us all. And then he says, like, you, you know, you if you have problems, you come to people. I mean, like, we're a group. Yeah. And I wish your dad would would have like come to me 15 years ago when he was conflicted, and maybe we could have done something different. Right. Um. I'm wondering if it's not even like if his dad's not even can, can control. Like maybe that's the reason why he's yeah, always I, in caliber. I think that's why. Yeah, he's not. Uh, you don't see his face. Yeah. Um. But you. I mean, we do now, but only in like tender moments. I mean, and that like mean, flashbacks and stuff yeah. like that. And so it's like maybe uh, his dad is just like locked away by something that's controlling. Yeah. Maybe him. he was he was trying to access some greater power to to win something, and now the power took over. Yeah. You know. Um. Also, the fact. Yeah. Uh, so what is. Uh, this is like extra knowledge coming out. The voice of Caliber is not the voice of the actor, right? Who plays his dad? Yeah, I mean, well, we could tell that just from listening to the episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I also re- remember his thing, so it's just like it's right because different... when in the uh, opening it'll say uh, voice of whatever. Cal- Usually it's um, side by side with like a little slash, but his are like two separate. Yeah, ones. his dad and the voice of Caliber are two different people. Yeah, so that makes me think that maybe there's yeah, it's I mean, going all Night Edge or uh, what, what's his name. Uh, Soul Caliber, Soul Edge, yeah, Soul Edge. There we yeah. go. Yeah, it's um, its own thing. Or now. Nightmare, Nightmare. I, there that, we go. Thank was, you. Those are the two. The, the sword yes. was Soul Edge. The character was Nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> so you like put them I together. Put them together. <laughs> um, it's like Jennifer Aniston, Janiston, Janiston. So uh, still sounds like a girl's name somehow. And so he's just like, you know, you should tell him whatever. And so then he he's like. He's he's walking away, and he walks. He's walking away, and, and we Toma didn't really say that. Like, uh, Kento's like area. First off, it's just like a weird thing where there's just random stuff all over the place, including a stage. Yeah. Uh, but it's on top of a building. Yeah. It's like the roof of a building, and so uh, Toma's like coming up to also basically talk to Kento because uh-huh. he's like Again, for like twelfth time. This he's episode. like, dude, I want to figure out what's going on with you. Right. You're supposed to be my friend, and you're feeling bad. I want yeah. to talk to you about it. And so uh, Buster hands him the eagle. Uh, book and is basically like hey don't worry about it <laughs> i mean he doesn't actually say that but i mean basically it's once again he, he says something that along the lines of he'll come to you i mean he, no he says that everybody has their own things they're working through yeah that's but the point is he's implying that he's got his own business and you have your own business yes so mind your business that's now, essentially now what something he's else saying. happens here he tells him to uh he tells him to promise to take care of the book yeah eagle because he knows how important promises are to him right and so then he's walking away and he's just like well oh yeah he's like take you the hedgehog get, take the hedgehog to give that he's like oh no that's actually uh kento's going yeah, and give it, it, to, it him. to him now this is giving me serious death flags yeah for think? buster yeah <laughs> uh you know i was thinking that myself because you don't see the kid and he's like giving up like he's okay he's imparting knowledge or wisdom and giving up 
the things that were given back. You and know. like if Buster is killed next episode by Caliber, that's just the, yeah, that would it, be a, it, it fuels intensely. Yeah, because it's like this is like total death as a my best friend from 15 years ago. I wish he would have come to me. Yeah, I'm after him and all this stuff and going all this like you need to beat wise up. We're all in this together. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm getting death. I don't know if he will. But uh, it, I honestly I feel like he will um, because like I said, I feel like this episode was hastily edited between two episodes and I'll explain more on why I think you're right when we get to the scene that I feel like is evidence. Um, so, so then it says so like that night. Yeah. That night at the bookstore. And there's like a little pop-up book that's open on his desk. And it's kind of got like a flame swordsman type of thing. Yeah. In there. Kind of looks like Saber, but not quite. Yeah, they're but both, any, they're but, both sitting in the dark, not looking at each other. Yeah. Such, I guess, a typical drama Japanese thing to do. Uh, yeah, you, we we do that because who knows how many hours? <laughs> who knows how many hours they were just not talking in that room for it to become from bright day to. Middle I, th- of the night. I think all those hours were just um, Kent uh, Kentaro like Toma being like, so you know, and then Kento being like, hey, you remember that time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is their twelfth story. Yeah, twelve stories. Just like, hey, you remember the time that we. Did Tom Sawyer? Yeah. I already did that one, didn't I? Yeah. (laughs) And so finally he hands him the hedgehog, and he's just like, here you go. And then he's, like, walking away, and uh, uh, he's, like, walking around the corner, and um, uh, Kento's just like, isn't there something you want to ask me? Yeah. And uh, Toma, basically, he's holding his Brave Dragon book, and he says that when I I got this book— No, he was just about—he's, like, he takes a step, and he's about ready to literally walk over and ask him, and then he looks over, and he sees the eagle book. Right. And he remembers Buster. Yeah. And then he's like, okay. Yeah, it's like I was I was basically told passively to mind my business. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's holding Brave Dragon. He says that when I when I got this, I swore an oath that I would save anybody that needs a hand. And so when you feel like you need my help, just ask me. Oh, no. Before uh, he said, before Kento says, uh, isn't there something you want to ask me? Toma also says that, like, he's like, he's had this book for a long time. Mm. He doesn't remember he got it. Oh, yeah. And then, memories. like, he's like, I feel like my time stopped 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah. Which is weird because he's got a successful job in a business. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Time I understand stopped. what he's saying. It's like, he feels like he can't move forward in, like, his life until he remembers. Until he remembers who he was. Yeah. And he says, and yeah. So he gives the, the, what his Brave Dragon speech it says, count on me, essentially. Yeah. At which point Kento says, he's, he's basically, he's like, I will be here in, tell you uh it, i'm i'm here when you actually want to tell me yeah and then he says something about recovering his memories it's like uh like when you recover your no, memories blah 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 was that like at the very end of the episode yeah yeah i it guess it all kinds of blends together yeah. so much uh, breeding brooding this episode um so then it cuts to uh uh so oh, now we have uh it's may and rentaro and they're so maybe it wasn't at night maybe the store is just really dark I don't know. That's why I feel like this was hasted. Like I said, I don't. Th- I don't. I'm cause, so sure, cause because there was like he's washing himself off in water, and she's got a runny nose, and none of that was explained. Yeah. Um. I just feel like there was more to it that we didn't see because it wasn't relevant, or maybe we'll see it in the next episode. So, meta knowledge thing hmm. is that this whole episode was filmed during the height of COVID. Oh, I'm sure. Something so they just have to like. Happening. Yeah. They just have to like get what they got. Right. Well, that's <laughs> why I'm saying is that the it's. It's kind of jumbled. I mean, like, the the core of the story is in place. Like, this is going to help with the next episode for sure. So it's not like it's a bad episode. There's a couple of scenes that, like, are missing and you can put together from context. Yeah, context. It's just, like, scenes like that where it's, like, night and suddenly day again and you know it's the same day. Yeah. And so you just kind of let it go. You can be like, okay, maybe they just had all the lights off and 
the windows shuttered and <laughs> <laughs> yeah and just well there was one light and yeah. it's just like a high lamp maybe yeah. that was the only sun coming in <laughs> um there w- there's not very many windows in that room anyways right um so yeah they're talking and basically he's just like uh rentaro is just like so he the says, general idea is she's been searching for bubbles on Instagram yeah, in like, the general area. He's like, this Insta thing is really being really helpful to me. And so she's like scrolling through a timeline looking at bubble pictures. And what they're doing is they're finding where people are taking pictures of bubbles. They're going there and they're investigating to see. Yeah, and it's it, like, and she that's says, like the right way to do things. And so like, she it's says, funny. this helps out. Will I be able to join the uh, guild? Yeah. yeah. She calls it the guild. Well, they call it the yeah, guild. Yeah, the guild. I was trying to remember the word that she used, the guild. And he's he doesn't respond because disaster is behind her and he says uh, it's like I, I i feel like that could be a possibility and yeah. she's like really he says it in almost rentaro's voice yeah she's like really and she like grabs her tongue it's like is that true and he says like oh. and then just just that's just like because he's like, like sta- standing, standing yeah out of the scene and then he drops down and looks at him real quick and there's like oh like, oh, like oh. start to run away yeah uh and then uh <laughs> it goes back to the bookstore and they're i think this was actually right before this scene was that they they basically have their heart to heart. Well, they're kind of almost heart to heart. They're their start of a heart to heart about then, their and then, mutual problems. And then problems. they both at the same time they're like, "Hey, hey!" Basically, they're both trying to change the subject. Right, and so and they, it turns out they're trying to change the subject to the same thing. Yeah, Kento <laughs> says the piranha called us prey, and then Toma's like, "Yeah, it's, he has sharp teeth, so he points at a book. It's probably a piranha." And then that point, means there's more piranha because piranha don't yeah it's aren't, a school aren't of piranha aren't individual creatures uh and so that is enough information for them to go to a uh airplane strip in tuxedos on their bikes well it's the next day yeah clearly <laughs> or at least got... maybe because disaster is still when after this scene it goes back to disaster and it's still day yeah so it's 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 edited poorly uh huh especially considering he's now wearing a full on tux like black suit. Yeah, he's and he's got a different hat, so yeah. it would be like different day for him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what it basically was, I think, is that and they, that, they and wanted the the last scene to be the last scene, right? And the the black tux is why I think you're correct. By the way, oh, that it's the next day. I feel like yeah, I feel like this would have been after a funeral or getting ready for a funeral. So I think you might have uh, signed oh. <laughs> uh, Buster's death note there. Oh no, um, so. <laughs> I, I think this is just an editing problem. It's probably... Uh, no, I know it's an editing problem. But. So if those two scenes, if the two scenes with May and Rintaro mm-hmm. were just together at the end, yeah, it would have been fine. But yeah. I think it's like they were like, uh, we haven't seen what they're doing for a while. Yeah. We should throw them in there. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's all fine. It's not like it's, oh my God, this is such a critical misfire, especially knowing what time of year and everything that's going on. Yeah. It's okay, right? So they, um, so basically, yeah, there's a bunch of piranha there and there's another one. He calls mm-hmm. himself his brother. And so... Yeah, the younger brother. The younger brother. I think. Yeah, because I'm going to get revenge for my older brother. I think yeah. He yeah. So he's he's like the younger brother or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, so he... Uh, piranha, they care about. Yeah. Age hierarchy, you know. Um. So this is when we find out that... Uh, Toma is unique in having a bicycle. Yeah, because he's got Speedy. Um, Espada's got his own Gatrike. But it's color-coded, though, so that's pretty sweet. Yeah. It's and a- we actually got to see him take the cell phone and flip it into a Gatrike. So you probably wanted the toy that like fit, flips into it. I mean, it was a pretty quick twist. It was like twist, fold, and there yeah. you go. Suddenly the phone is now a... Uh, uh, it's a gat trike, and then it transform, And then they get onto the bike, and they're riding, and they transform while they're riding. Yeah, they, they transform right before they get attacked by the piranhas to make like a transform attack because the lightning and the flame that engulfs yeah. them. So... Uh, Makes sense. So what's interesting here is like... So they we, we figured out that they're all color-coded. Yeah. So the yellow ones, like... 
So there might not be as many books as we think. Right. Yeah. It might just be it's kind th- of a comforting, comforting thought. Yeah. I mean, uh, spoiler alert, there's more, a lot more writers than we thought. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, the only thing is weird is we haven't seen a color for uh, Jack and the Beanstalk yet because it's like a teal, almost blue. It's not green, in my opinion. Oh, uh, Jack? Yeah. It, I, think it, I think it is green. And I think Peter Fantasista is Peter a Fantasy different is color of blue. Yeah. It's blue. But yeah. Um, and like the two, uh, Eagle and Flame, are different reds. But yeah. it's, it's it could just, just be that since they are red. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this means that I think each slot also is like one of the things. Yeah. So, so the first. Because uh, Lamp is, is left arm and Hedgehog center. And then for. Uh, We've got the lion on the right arm, or no, we got lion on the center, center. and Jack on the left arm, and yeah. then we've got, or so not Jack, sorry, um, Peter. Peter, and then for him, it's Storm Eagle, which is also a center uh, book. Yeah, so the centers are, are animals. Yes. So far, yeah. And then, even though they're like stories, uh, the uh, the um, left arm, they like represent as objects. Yeah, so far, because we have the hook. We have the hook, we have the lamp, and then we have the beanstalk. Correct, yeah. So, um... So now the real question is, is what is the mystical blue creature? Yeah. Yeah. Because if the lion is center, then what the heck is the, <laughs> the, the dragon equivalent? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be weird if it was a tiger, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Water. It's not going to be a turtle. No. So we can rule that out. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I was just wondering about the whole thing about uh, what is the mystical animal now? Yeah. And also with Spada's mystical animal. Yeah. 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 Because we have the regular animal. The living animal is a hedgehog. Yeah. Such a weird combo. Hedgehog, eagle, lion. Yeah. And then dragon, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And then uh, hook. something, hook, lamp. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting combination. At least they didn't stick with like the, the vanilla stuff, like what you expect when you see yeah. dragon. You're going to see blah, blah, or yeah. lamp and hook. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's exactly what that So I far think. on topic. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, we're just going to roll some dice, grab some random words out of this yeah. book, and that will be the essence of the book. Yeah. They just clicked a randomizer. Um, so they do a bunch of cool, like, bike moves trying to kill, because it's like a swarm of p- flying piranha. Right. Like actual piranha, not like, just Like, and that's men. the only thing that makes piranhas and sharks okay, is that they don't come out of the water. Right. Yeah. If sh- piranhas and sharks flow. Yeah, it'd be kind of horrifying. <laughs> Suddenly it's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> There's no escape. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm staying inside for the rest of my life. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Um. Yeah, swarms of flying piranha. Oh. So almost as soon as they kill them, more show up. Yeah, because the because the piranha Megiddo can make more. Yeah, and they're um, like it's too much, and so it's uh, like okay, well, Saber's like, well, let me handle this. Gets <laughs> off the bike and transforms into yeah, it does his dual henshin. Uh, let's see, what is it called? It is called Dragon, Dragon Eagle. Eagle. Yeah. So it's um, so it it goes it's it's always like across. Yeah. So it, it's it's on his chest and it gives him wings. Yeah, yeah, like a cool little and jet like booster wings. wind power thing. So he creates yeah. a tornado, and then he lights a tornado on fire. Yeah, big old fire tornado, pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, totally. I sweet. mean, if you can make a fire tornado, this yeah. is it. Yeah, those are the rules, man. Yeah. <laughs> And but the funny thing is, is like so he kills all of the monsters and then he collapsed from being too busy, right? <laughs> and then, uh, and uh, as he's doing that, um, Espada basically again one shots the prana. It was never really a uh, a struggle. Yeah, just he's like here, it's it, the end it, of your story. Yeah, the, the yeah. So that's his line. Yeah, we've the, we've reached the end of your story. Yeah, this is the end of your story. Versus I'll write the end of the story. Yep. Um, 
so he does a he does a cool like finishing move where it's like it's an instant slash and then they go back and show you what he did in that instant. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like it just looks like it just zoomed past him and the guy just like blew up. But yeah, he, like hit him like two or three did times. Did the slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> so the, and this is where um yeah the, he acknowledges that the dude has amnesia to him directly. Well, he but knows. Says that Toma knows because he does. He, he even yeah, said he, in the first episode, he's like, I, "I don't, don't remember. remember anything from before that day." Yeah, he's straight up like, "Hey, yeah, I'll, well, if you remember." No, we'll he says, talk. "When?" Yeah, when? When you get your memories back, we should talk. It's like, okay, you know, I, if this this part kills me because it's like maybe if you said something, he would remember. <laughs> yeah. It's like almost kind of psychotic, almost to be like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's good. I'm gonna keep all this to myself because I don't want to burden you with some crap." And hopefully you'll remember it all, and then I won't have to burden you with the crap because you'll already be burdened. Like what? It's like don't worry, but I'll be here to help you sort it out. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's like such a good friend. And then it goes to uh, um, it goes back to the alleyway. No, it goes to uh, 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 Tassel. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're thinking it's like oh, you think the story's over? You think it's the end? It's yeah, like, I forgot about that. So it's Tassel. <laughs> And he's just like basically doing the recap. He's just like, yeah. And he's just like, but then he's just like, all of a sudden. But this situation over here is getting, getting intense. And then it goes to, uh, yeah, uh, back to the alleyway. And uh, May is recording Disaster as he speaks about the plan. Yeah. This is like, I love Disaster because Disaster is just like, I'm going to just do whatever I want. Yeah. He doesn't care. And so he's like, like if he wanted to, he could have just killed them earlier. But mm-hmm. I think he really actually he's actually there to give them information to right. make things more interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just like he's like we're going to eat up and uh, devour the entirety of Wonderworld. Yeah, <laughs> and this is when when Zeus comes in, mm-hmm. and he's just like he's like disaster. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't even wait for him to answer before he transforms. Like, and he, he transforms like, claws across his chest. Claws across his chest turns into like a wh- whitish blue wolf tiger thing. Yeah, very weird. <clears throat> but this was one of the things that was in the flashback yep. from episode one. So we can we can ex- extrapolate from the, the other information. Yeah, the, the other couple, a couple of yeah. the others were uh, story and yeah, legend. legend. And then they like clash and they disappear, and that's uh, kind of blows up a little bit. And they fall, fall down. Yeah, May's like, oh, the recording stopped because uh, that's what she's concerned with. Because yeah. because Rintaro actually has to tackle her out of the way of the blast. Yeah. Because uh, so when you're watching it through a, a a camera, it's you're not part of it anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just like he's like Zeus, which makes me think that that's his his anta- yeah his real antagonist. It's gonna be his one on one fight. Yeah, it's one on one fight will be with like Zoo and like probably some of the others will have that thing and yeah, then it'll be like you know say maybe saber and caliber, but no, probably saber and whoever's actually the bad guy. Right. Yeah. The the real bad, bad guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. And then the trailer shows that there's another uh, a swordsman who's a ninja. And by the way, the mystery solved. No, he did not join the dance at the end. No. No. But there was way more scenes of him. Yes. Yeah, he's in every scene but the dance. Yeah. So I wonder if he'll eventually be. Maybe. Maybe. There's still hope. Because he's kind of not with them yet. Yeah, it could be that when he joins the dance, somebody else will join the dance at the same time. Because with the formation of the dance, I'm thinking the only way to add two more people is to make it. I mean, the only way to add anybody would be make it a two two more people mm-hmm. for a five person dance mm. without having to, to learn a completely new dance because they they all don't dance well. I think one of them dances well, and the other two are kind of like just oh, we're gonna make it. <laughs> we're Better than me, over. but yeah, no, for, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I would have messed up on the first. Probably tripped. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm guessing uh, you have a suck already. So um. oh yeah, no, this episode was horribly edited. Of the five, this is the worst episode. It's like um, most of it was stretched a little too far. Like, we get it, you're brooding. We get it, Toma can't talk to you because he keeps getting interrupted. I mean, that's got its own charm, so don't get me wrong. The the hate, it's not hate. 
It's just that this is the worst of the five, which speaks yeah. well of the four. Yeah. Um, the, because because we we're talking about it as like really poorly edited and stuff like that. Right. It's still edited better than ninety percent of American shows I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's still got a lot going for it. Um. The I mean, the, there's just little things. Just you know, there's no kid there, but that's fine. Like I don't really care to see the kid. It's not like I you know. Oh, yes. Wonder what the kid's doing today. You know. Child endangerment is where it's at. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like episode or chapter six is going to clear up like what parts are edited from that. If it is, that'll be like I'll immediately know. Or if it was a scrapped episode, or if they just had to like we only have these days to shoot and we got to make the best of it. Yeah. Um. So I feel like yeah, there was some definitely some off-screen struggle happening with the the composition of this episode. Yeah. Um. That brought it down, whereas otherwise would have been really really good. Yeah, because it aired in October, which probably means they like filmed it like four months before. Yeah. And it, uh, you know, usually they do this as teams. It's not like one person has it and edit it and then hand it to the guy who goes to his apartment and edit it. Yeah. So they probably had to make some sort of weird circular sort of, okay, we can only have two people in the building at the same time. And yeah, like everybody has to wear a mask except for the actors during the scenes. Right, yeah. So I'm sure there, <laughs> I'm sure there was a lot of red tape that went into making this episode that uh, brought it down from gold to, to silver. Yeah. Low silver, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, like, and, and the thing is, is like, also because we're taking notes and analyzing it. Yeah. Like, that's one of the reasons we were able to point out. Like, if you're just watching it. Yes, for sure. If you're yeah. just watching it, you'd be lost for a split second. Yeah. And but then you'd, you'd like, you pick up immediately. You like, pick it up and you'd forget that you were lost. Yeah. Like, you might you might ask yourself why he's dressed in a full black suit. And like, you're just like, oh, it's just time As if he just came from a, a really expensive dinner or something. Yeah. And you'd be just like, oh, time's passed. Whatever. Move but then you'd, you, you could just rationalize as, well, he's a weird guy and he dresses differently. So. <laughs> yeah. Just whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I think the like if those two scenes, just the alleyway scenes, had been split up differently, but it also wouldn't have given you the same tension of like what's happening yeah. with them. Because I mean, the other the other thing um, about the shooting or the editing, maybe even, is that it's like as far as they know, they dealt with a piranha. The only reason we as the viewers know there's going to be another piranha is because Zeus says that he's not done yet. Yeah. But we never actually see the other piranha get summoned. We never see another book drop. Yeah. And then they just both know to go to an airstrip where there is another piranha. Yeah. Like they, as far as they should know, there's no problem anymore. They already saved the ship. Yeah. Um. So I feel like, yeah, there was a little bit missing. And then if I was going to give one more criticism, it's that this is Espada's, actually his first episode. I mean, he shows up at the end. He, he has like a little small bit at the start of episode, like, what, three? Yeah, this is this is the first thing for Espada, but not the first thing for... Kento. Kento. Yeah, so it, really this is the first episode that we get to see his character mm -hmm. for more than just, I knew you as a child and yeah. we used to be best friends. So I don't really know him well enough to want his whole full brooding backstory. Mm -hmm. Like, if this was now episode five, we get Rintaro's brooding backstory... This would be no issue, but I'm like, I'm not, I don't really actually feel connected with Kento. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't really, I'm not really feeling the emotional struggle. I get, I, I, I'm more on the side of Toma who wants to help a friend, but isn't able to, cause he keeps getting interrupted. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's helpful, you know? Yeah. I think that it, it would be the same thing for me. The, just the, the editing, it doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you because I've seen that even a lot worse. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, we, we, we went through 71. Yeah. When they were struggling to catch up after he broke his leg. So yeah. we that's that's it, actually bad editing. Yeah. And and it's just I think it's the same thing for this one. It's just like they just had to. Yeah. They um, just, they're just working through yeah. you know, persevering. Yeah. 
so what is your uh, Sequoia? Sequoia, I, dude, the book, the synergy was amazing. <laughs> I, I wasn't thinking, when, when you see your Storm Eagle, I wasn't thinking Tornado, but then I'm like, oh, of course. Wind, wind, you know, storms, like hurricanes Because you were focusing on the Eagle port, you're like, oh, yeah. Storm? Yeah. <laughs> so he just, he has wings, he uses, uh, he makes a tornado, and then I was thinking, man, it would be so cool if that was on fire. He lights it on fire. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, perfect. Mm. <laughs> just just a little bit of salt perfect so, so my good is i really do like uh a spot as costume yeah it's pretty cool yeah it's a really cool uh palette we were talking earlier about how like if just if common rider was if common rider's big in in japan but if common rider was anime it would be big in america yeah yeah the only reason it's not big in america is because of powering yeah um i feel like also like people see suit actors and it's they have this uh base level of cringe that they have to get over once they get over that it's because of power Rangers. yeah because <laughs> like, it's like it it's like oh that's a kid's show yeah it's got a stigma i suppose yeah. but um like nobody has any problem with it i, I mean, actually i'll take that back everyone had a problem with costume superheroes until it became mainstream and now it's the coolest thing ever <laughs> yeah this is that this is the same thing i mean there were so many like superhero movies that were just like oh well we're not gonna put them in the costume until like the last five minutes yeah because otherwise people won't watch it and yeah. then it was uh and then the cool ones that everyone liked is like blade yeah because blade never had a costume yeah and then it was like they didn't have the true costumes in uh the x-men movie right what really made it okay was the uh, the sam raimi spider-man movie where they're like you know we're gonna put him in this costume mm. and he's gonna wear it yeah <laughs> Like yeah. at the start, yeah, and for most of the movie, yeah. So it's just this—you've got to get over the cringe at first, and then you're like, okay, no, I can actually enjoy this. Yeah, and, but I always liked the common writer suits, yeah. so that that part was never cringy for me. There were other things that were cringy for me that I, I'm getting over. Yeah, uh, I'm not just talking about. Um, so you're talking about in general, not the specific. Like there are still cringy stuff about specific right. episodes. Yeah, but like there's the. Uh, uh, the toyetic nature of it right. can really wear on some people. Yeah, that it? was definitely the my big cringe to start with was the toyetic nature and and the, like as soon as you get past that, you're yeah. just like, like you don't even notice form bloat anymore, do you? No, not really. You're like, I oh mean, yeah, there was like four extra forms in this episode. Cool, whatever, move on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like the first time there was the triple because it was like I think episode two actually it was suddenly we get Rintaro, we get um, Jack and Peter Fantasista, even though we didn't see what Peter Fantasista yeah. was, but it's like, they're just kind of like thrown on the ground basically. Yeah. Um, just like forms are just raining from the sky and they're just getting new forms yeah. every single episode. This is episode five and there's like, and it's because just like with combinations too. And you're just like, yeah, whatever, moving on. Yeah. You're like, I oh, mean, it's cool what it does, but like, that's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think, uh, I think it was nice that you had like, um, the ones you've seen and then you had like zero one, which is just like, it was just like add form every episode. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing too about the way we watch this, it starts off with seventy one. There's only the one, and there's Kuga, and there's only the one for a long time. And then double, which is like, okay, here's two, maybe three, and then zero one, which is like, here's like nine. Take it. Well, it was like seventy one was just like there's just the one form. That's yeah. it. One form, one rider. Kuga is just like, well, there's there's more forms, but it's a big deal when they switch to different forms. And only one rider. And one rider. <laughs> and then uh, doubles just like okay, well. There's multiple forms, but they have them, and so they don't need to overuse them. They just use them whenever they need it. Right. And then, then it goes to uh, uh, zero, zero one. one. It's just like here's a new form. Yeah. Here's throwing them. Here's three writers and twelve forms, and uh, there's really like no rhyme or reason for why they're using this one here or there. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Sometimes it makes logical sense. Like, okay, this person might burn well if I light him on fire. Like, there's metal. Yeah. I'll burn it with fire. Yeah. Uh, when they had to, they had to freeze the shell guy. Yeah. You know, things like that. But yeah. uh, 
Yeah, but so like as soon as you get past that form bloat thing, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, there's a good story back here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When people say they can't watch it because it's like a live action thing, I'm like, is that like saying you, you couldn't read a book because mm-hmm. that's the medium that is chosen? Right. <laughs> anyway. So what's your Sugoi? Well, it was the spotter, right? It was a spotter yeah. costume. It's just I, the costume. I, yeah. I love the, the outfit of it. And you'd never think, I love, I always love it when they're just like, oh, you mean this thing that you'd think would never make a good costume or make a good costume out of it? Yeah. What is it? It's a magic lamp. <laughs> it's a magic lamp. Oh, I will say, um. I it, like that they showed the genie. Yeah, the genie is his like thing that he shoots out. Yeah, when he transforms, the genie like circles around. So him. when he like, uh, there'll be like a lion, and then there's like a uh, he'll he'll shoot the dragon. So when he shoots something, he'll shoot out the genie. Right. I also kind of like the fact that um, even though it's like genie from the lamp and all that stuff, they didn't go with sand as his element. It's lightning. It's lightning. I mean, it, it, there's really no connection there besides he's using Inozuka, the sword of thunder. Yeah. But uh, it's not like he's just whipping out dust storms or whatever, which it's like Arabian Nights. Of course, sand. It's always yeah. about the sand. Yeah. It's coarse and rough. Gets <laughs> he's everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> Unlike you. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually how that line ends. <laughs> Unlike you. Yeah. You like, don't get everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> I know what you meant, but. <laughs> it's rough and coarse and it gets everywhere. Unlike you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, wait, what? Huh? You're soft and you're smooth and you don't go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck? Maybe a second pass? Yeah. (laughs) Try again, man. Okay. So uh, we have like four writers now. Yeah. Uh, I, um, like this one isn't like the other ones. We're kind of just, we kind of just from the shoot from the hip. And like, right. I mean, I don't, I don't really feel like I want to put him over anybody. No, he's because last, I, think. I mean, he lost was, sight. I mean, he's building. If it was just like forms, uh, if, how they look, I think he's over Rentaro. Uh, I would agree. Over Blades. Yeah. But as a character, even though Rentaro didn't like do anything this episode. Right. Um, yeah, as a, car- a character, I like Rintaro more now, but yeah. we're just now learning about Kento, yeah. so it's kind of... I think after he gets over that whole thing, he'll be a good character. I feel like As, it, like, yeah. a friend. Yeah. I feel like this this is going to definitely help his character in the future. Like, if this if this had ended on him being broody, that probably would have impacted my opinion of him going forward, because it's not, like, the, the edgy kind of broody that you get from uh, Fua, because with Fua, like, his whole, you know, family died, all his friends died, he has a reason to hate these things, um... And he's proficient at dealing with what he deals with, you know, yeah. whereas, and don't get me wrong, Kento has a good backstory. Mm-hmm. It's just that uh, at least he ex- offered and accepted his friend's help in some way, not necessarily well, full the, on. The, the real difference between the brooding of uh, Fua and uh, Kento is that Kento is trying to mask it. Yeah. Fua does not care who knows how Open he Open hatred, yeah. He openly yeah. hates all human yeah, gear. Yeah, there's a fine line here. So if he had ended broody, it would have it would have impacted It's the difference between Batman and Punisher. Right. Especially because, you know, they're trying to play him off as, well, he is this whimsical guy that will go into a fairy tale story land and, and have a story time with Toma. Yeah. You know, so you can't have that and be the broody dark knight. Yeah. It doesn't, those two things so clash. He's, he's going to, I think, yeah, I think when when he like when it like snaps he'll 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 be a, really good at it and then next we get next episode we're gonna get common writer kenzen kenzen from yes. the from the preview we get our ninja writer yes speaking of which that episode is called chapter six like the wind he arrives like the, he's uh, like what's it gonna be fujin i don't know what the wind sword is the wind the sacred wind sword it's been yeah. a long time since i've seen flame of Rekka. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I don't think I watched the whole thing. I think I watched like the first episode and stopped. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm wondering if the if uh they'll ever make the um the guy the mechanic a 
a writer. Ra- a writer. You know, I had I had considered that. Yeah. I hope they don't, because I like no. secondary characters. I mean, it would be cool if he did if he had something that wasn't a writer suit at some point. Like he he smiths stuff, maybe a, a, a vehicle of some kind. But I don't want to see it. If I see it, I only see it one once, and I want to see it in a passive capacity, as in him like running away. Or it could be that like I I would be cool if he was. Like he was a swordsman. Oh, an ex-writer. Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. And he and he transforms like once or something. Yeah, and then he like gives his book to Saber or whatever. Yeah, that'd be nifty if he has the third book. Yeah, if he has like the third fire book or whatever. Yeah, I mean the thing is now that we know that he's the one that well he maintains them. It doesn't say that he makes them, but yeah. the fact that he is a booksmith means that he could or was it booksmith or did he it was blacksmith? Was oh, swordsmith. swordsmith. Okay, yeah. So um, I guess there that keeps her role if she is the lady of the lake. Yeah. Um, so there was an interesting thing I did notice is that whenever they use two of the same color, that's when it says volume two. Yes. Yeah. So volume two. It, so, uh, but, so that makes me think, what if, uh, Buster has like completed his book and that's why he only has one book. Hmm. That could be. I mean, I, I hope so for the sake of the story, that's the case. Cause he has, his book is like, I think what remastered. Yeah. So it's like, it could be that like he's, he's. That's why he has like a different thing than everybody else. Yeah. Or it could be just he has an older version that can only use one book. Yeah, it could be older version too. But then Caliber was also an older writer, but his is different also. Yeah, but it only does one book. Exactly. So it's even though it does one book, it's a different setup. Mm-hmm. Um, now that's kind of hard to extrapolate any kind of logic from because we know it's just toys. Yeah. And they're just doing the best they can. Um, if we see more flashbacks of what we're assuming is Saber's dad, mm-hmm. that might help because I think he only had one spot, right? He didn't transform at all. He just had the sword. Yeah. I mean, did we even see the belt on him when he was knelt no, down? I think he, we had he, this conversation last yeah, time. Yeah, he didn't have a belt. He just yeah. had the sword. So if we see more of him um, do anything as a swordsman, maybe that'll help us kind of put some logic to it. Mm-hmm. But I think the best thing we can go off of, yeah, is that he's completed it. We know he's strong enough to to bat away a slash from Caliber, whereas a spot it couldn't yeah. even hope to. Or uh, was it Blades? Or I'm sorry. Yeah. Jesus can't talk. Or was it um, the dragon? It was a spot of versus. There's Jack Dragon versus a spot as attack, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he, yeah, he might have been able to do something earlier, but he didn't this time. So anyway. Yeah. See, that's kind of confusing, but you know, it, it, it was different attacks. Different attacks. Yeah. So when um that was just so that was uh the the attack he blo- knocked away was just um uh caliber like tapping his belt open ah the yeah actual, hmm. this one was like he took his belt it took uh, his book, the and, book had, and put it to the sword charge it to the sword so the, it was different the training the uh, the learning slash or whatever the learning slash so it was a stronger attack yeah um it was just like so that's why he was and also whatever yeah. uh, it's also like if you interrupt it's stronger i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you're you have yeah. a, you have a better chance of stopping something if it wasn't meant to hit you you know i can see it like you're you're redirecting it rather than uh actually taking the brunt of it so yeah maybe <laughs> and also uh yeah i mean and buster used his his finishing attack to counteract his the other finishing attack right of, like he like nullified <laughs> it instead of like deflecting it yeah so anyways so yeah our next episode will be chapter six like the wind he arrives now i'm just wondering what element do you think he's going to be? Yeah, could it possibly be? <laughs> yeah. Metal. Metal. Condensation. <laughs> what is ele- his element? His element's plutonium. He's yeah. a great... Ra- I mean, he's green. He's just radioactive. <laughs> just things just die. <laughs> Funny. Uh, wait, did... would Okay, when we saw him, um, the suit, did it look like it was a right, center, or left book? So um, I don't remember seeing a centerpiece on him. I think the center is green. 
Well, I mean, the, there's the palette, yeah. But I, I don't know. Did he have like the big emblem of a, an animal on his chest? I don't know. I can't remember now. It's possible he does. I, so this might be from like twice. I think he has a different driver. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he could be an older swordsman then. Or he just has a different, because he's also like a ninja swordsman. Ah, uh, true. Yeah. I so was just wondering if he was going to have a thing going for him, like a rabbit. It's probably some animal. Yeah. Uh, It would actually be perfect for like a frog, but we've already had a turtle. Yeah, that does it. That's not stopping nothing. <laughs> does, does have a frog? I'm cool with frog. Yeah, frog rabbit. At least we're on the same sort of jumping. I'm just uh, thinking that because theme. He's, he's green. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. I also, feel like that'd be too easy because lion but, and blue. But, you know, lion and blue. <laughs> At least dragon and red works out. Yeah. Genie in yellow. I, I mean, lamp is goldish. So, so uh, and totally, I always think yellow when I think hedgehog. Yeah, uh, that's a fact. In nature, hedgehogs <laughs> are yellow, and rhinos have great hearing. Yes. Okay. So we, uh, if you have any other suggestions on uh, the amazing animal facts of the world, yeah. you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail dot com. You can check out updates on the show at uh, fanboyopinion dot com. You know, we're on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion, and you can uh, rate, review us, and follow us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Um, uh, we're not on it, please. Just yeah, yes. If 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 you find a new one, um, so most of them actually just grab their stuff from uh, from uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. They just grab it. Oh, from put, the mothership. Yeah, they just put their <laughs> own stuff. But some of the other ones you have to like physically sub- su- submit to. Yeah. Submit. 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 <laughs> Submit the podcast. Here. Submit, dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so if you have any of those questions, just let us know. I am Eric. I'm Eugene. And we will catch you next time.